This episode of Nerds Gone Rogue is brought to you by Killers. All John ever wanted was to be normal, but the grisly murder of his parents when he was just a child left something terrible brewing inside him. John was a killer, a fact he'd accepted as he'd now lived on the streets, looking for a place he belonged in this world. On a night that seemed like fate, while on a train heading west, a stranger intervenes as John is on the verge of his most recent crime. His name is Professor James Conrad, and he asks John to come live with him and a group of young serial killers he has taken under his wing. Together, they search for a purpose in their murderous ways. It isn't long after a new sadistic serial killer begins to terrorize Seattle and throwing a wrench into all they are trying to accomplish. Time seems to be running out for the group to find the answers they are searching for. Where will they go? What is their purpose? And with the killing closing in, who will survive the night? Written by C. Benjamin Doyle. Killers is available now on Amazon and Amazon Kindle. Get your copy today. What's up, nerds? Welcome to Nintendo Power Block, episode 100. I'm one of your hosts, Yay! Corey Deering, and alongside me, as always, that retro code, Edward Varnell. <laughs> this represents us, in a sense. <laughs> Corey's Mario, I'm Princess, and Jesse's Bowser. Yay! <sighs> <sighs> also joining us is the wise Wisconsinite, all the way on the other side of Ed. Jesse What's Douglas. up, guys? Yes. Keep it 100. Gosh. So, yeah, we were recording a day early because, like, we usually record on Mondays for Tuesday's episode, but we're gonna we're starting to record on Sundays so we could at least have Jesse on at least once a week on Pow Block. But we, guys, episode 100. <laughs> yeah. 100. Now, they, to be fair, not all 100 episodes have been a podcast. Right, because like the old DNA stuff was like ten to fifteen minute videos that people would submit questions, and we would just answer the Nintendo ones. Because to be honest, on the DNA stuff, I was the only one really interested in Nintendo, so that was really all we talk- <laughs> the only time we got to talk about it. But you know, since Ed kind of t- uh, joined the team, and we kind of you know started making a proper pro- podcast and stuff, ah, we did it. This is the first time any of our podcasts have hit episode 100 yay i'm very excited i'm very excited I'm we, not gonna lie i'm glad to be here we worked really hard uh you know from from where we started to where we now right uh, we did a lot of transitioning uh, a lot Ooh. of laughs a lot, a lot of, of questions. rough first couple episodes because we know we're trying to get in the flow of things and stuff get, get, yeah, figuring out uh, the technology wasn't up to snuff. <laughs> oh, dude. Okay, to be fair, the technology still isn't up to snuff. It's it's the, it's being held on by wires and paper bags and you know. But the evolution gum. of my quality, you can see from the progression from where we started till now. So, uh, thank you everybody for you know checking us out, watching some going back and checking out our old shows and. You know, listening to us on um, your favorite podcast app and being a subscriber. Thank you for uh, 
just enough for a hundred episodes. Yeah, I mean, we've we've uh, all of our shows are really about to hit milestones, right? Because like, you know, Powerbox hitting one hundred, uh, NGR is going to hit a hundred in a, in about a month and a half, right? And then uh, World One One hit a hundred last week. I don't I don't yep. know if Larry posted that episode yet or not, but like that episode that was episode one hundred for World One One, and then you know. Uh, uh, what are the other shows? Arsenal X and Platinum are trucking their way to fifty. So we're yes. we're hitting some milestones, man. I'm look. I mean, I'm gonna say this again when NGR hits a hundred, and I'm probably gonna say it a thousand more times. But like, I'm super proud of everybody. You know, <laughs> and, and you know, Jesse kind of jumped on the train late with us, but like, you know, he's been putting in a lot of work with squad goals and Arsenal X. You know, and you know, you guys do Arsenal X sometimes without me, and and I'm proud of the Nerds Gone Platinum team for kind of taking over everything over there. And you know, Matt's uh, Matt's lining up guests for us on on NGR, and you know, Moose has become a meme. <laughs> it's happening, guys. We're getting negative comments. We're like a real YouTube. We're like a real operation here. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, we and we couldn't do it without those negative YouTube comments. I know. You're not a real you're not a real YouTuber until you get negative comments, so <laughs> Yeah. So. Uh, but I'm I, like I said, I'm really proud of everybody and I'm proud of you guys for kind of like hanging on and <laughs> kind of just okay, we got to record stuff now, whatever, you know, like I <laughs> I mean, especially like staying up late doing squaggles, especially last night <laughs> and like the oh. weekend before, Ugh. and and playing PUBG even when it's not something you're interested in. I know. <laughs> I know, Ed. We the know struggle. Ed, I know you had so much fun playing PUBG last night. No, the struggle, but the commitment. Oh, dude, you know you had fun. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, you had fun because you were playing with we us. We would address that on Arsenal X. So, you guys, if you want to hear that discussion, tune in Wednesday, episode of Arsenal X. Yeah, fair. To to be fair, though, like, honestly, like, Rainbow Six, when we were doing Terrorist Hunt, I was having so much fun. I love that game. Yeah. I Rainbow love Six Rainbow Six. Yeah, that's a, it's a lot of fun, especially when you have a, a, full, uh, a full group like that. You know, we had four of us in it. I, so much better that way. Yeah. I didn't do much because I was just like, I don't well, know shooting. Yeah. Well, it's it's like when Corey like first started out. Like, I mean, it's gonna take a couple of games of you just basically standing by back and watching what you know, like what people do, and then you kind of can go off on your own and figure it out, you know. But you know, like I, the uh, things you play in the beginning that kind of show you the basics. Like they do an okay job of doing that, but at the same time, there's still a lot of little things that you have to find out on your own. That, like you know, is just something that comes with a lot of games nowadays because a lot of games don't hold your hand. So yeah, it's, it's kind of you know, it's it's fun. It, like I, you know, it's not like like the only time like a game like Siege could could 
get frustrating to someone is if you're one of those people who kill, cares about your like KD or you know like those those useless things that that I just don't care about. Like I don't care how many kills to deaths I get, you know. And I just I want to experience a game and have fun with it. You know, it's it, uh, it just get too serious about stuff like that. It just doesn't make games fun anymore, right. in my opinion. Yeah, I uh, you know I I. I know we should probably save this conversation for for Arsenal. Yeah. I'm going to have it anyway, but like, you know, just the quick version is like I kind of, like I said to you, what, what I think we were playing PUBG at some point last weekend, Jesse, and I, we were talking about Rainbow yeah. Six and like how maybe it was on Arsenal X where like PUBG is kind of like to Fortnite as Rainbow Six sieges to Overwatch. You know, where it, like yeah. you kind of have it's it's kind of the same thing, except one like they they have their own little nuances that make them different. Where but in Rainbow Six, you kind of have to take the time, and like you said, they teach you the basics, you know. But like you really have to go in and find which operators you enjoy using, and you know what moves you kind of feel like you should be using and stuff. And like you know, I really like Valkyrie and Ash, and and you know, there's a couple other ones that I've flip flopped through, and I actually took the time to kind of like learn the ones that I liked using. Um, yeah. So, I I yeah. I really like Rainbow Six a lot, though. <laughs> like I I yeah. I want to have more time to play that game. There's so many games I want to play, and wish I had the time to play it. Like Ghost Recon <laughs> and the Division, and you know, we've been playing yeah. a, a ton of PUBG, which I. <laughs> dude i'm so hooked on PUBG. i'm not even gonna lie <laughs> love it so much <laughs> i know well that's the thing is as janky it is, as it is if if you like it that we just will shows talk how, about that that just shows how much how good it is we'll talk that about that on arsenal x <laughs> ed doesn't like the jank this is nintendo pablo i know episode Hey, you don't know. PUBG could come to Nintendo Switch someday. We will address that question. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But, okay, so besides, like, the stuff we've been playing for squad goals, uh, what what do you guys been playing Nintendo wise? I could go first because mine's pretty short, but I've I've been uh, playing the heck out of uh, Zeo Drifter on switch because it was like five bucks so Mm -hmm. i picked that up and i've been playing that non-stop i just beat the first boss in the fourth uh planet nice because you know like each planet you go against a boss and then you unlock like certain abilities or whatever so now i have the same boss you just fight it in different patterns yeah yeah well, and they're different. Well, technically, they're they they're the same boss, but they're different colors, and they have different powers, abilities as well. Yeah, that you have to, you know. That's, uh, that's why I say the same boss with different patterns. Yeah, yeah, and so, but yeah, so like I'm I'm really enjoying that. It's definitely can be very challenging, like especially the boss the boss battles because, like much like a like a lot of games uh like you know like cuphead and stuff like that mm-hmm. um every time you die there's a different pattern that the the character will go through that you've got to you know so it's not like you can just memorize everything and then be able to just you know go through the the phases because they switch around and stuff so i mean i, I know it's an old ga- older game it's been out for probably a while now but 
Um, yeah, it's it's been out for Wii U and 3DS, so okay. it's been out for years. Yeah. So, but I, you know, I finally picked that up because it was only five bucks, uh, and the sale, and and I usually end up picking up at least one game from you know every time they re re uh load the games in the sale so Mm -hmm. i usually end up picking something up you know because you can usually get a they have like one really good game that ends up being pretty cheap usually so so yeah i've been playing that and uh i'm probably i'm actually really seriously thinking about uh starting a new account and uh starting zelda over finally because i've been wanting to for a long time and i kind of have been because my son has his own account and and every once in a while i'll help him with stuff but um why don't you you should have your own account yeah i do but i don't want to erase my save that i have because i haven't i haven't finished any of like the um Oh, you said you want to do a new account, start from the beginning. Yeah, I want to do a oh. new account, start from the beginning, and then try to... Because I haven't even touched any of the uh, the new uh, DLC stuff. See? So I'd like to just start it from the beginning and kind of beat that stuff like right away as you're going through the game. Uh-huh. Because you know, uh, I, I heard a lot of that stuff pops up kind of early, and you can kind of go on the quest for some of that stuff already, so... I I kind of because I just have I'd like to finish all that new stuff as well and get you know the all the shrines and all that kind of stuff. I don't know. Maybe I'll just stick with mine and because I haven't. I think I'm still. I still have like ten, ten or eleven shrines that I haven't found in my my save that I've been playing on for you know while now. So maybe I'll just try to finish that complete like a hundred percent except for the Korok seeds. <laughs> But yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Other than you know, like everything on on Xbox, and probably gonna play Paradise Club, which I just said Xbox, and my <laughs> Xbox turned on. I heard right. it. Right, that's why I heard it. I, was, I heard it. Oh, okay. Oh, it's that connect, man. It's the connect. Yeah. It's magical. The it's magical connect. I know Cortana's always watching. She's always watching. Uh, Ed, what what have what have you been playing? Uh, so uh, Nintendo wise, uh, Breath of the Wild, um, actually doing some things, some different, some things differently, uh, and enjoying that. Just once again, loving the graphics, and uh, play two other games for something that me and Corey are doing, which we will address for one of the questions. Don't want to reveal it just yet. Until we get to that part. Um, for PlayStation 4, uh, God of War. Uh, for Xbox, I've been playing. Uh, and I'll go mostly into detail with the other games on Arsenal X. But like personally for me, I've been playing Battle Chasers, Night War. Um, getting my characters up. Really digging that game. You know, got some downtime. So uh, doing a lot of grinding. Um, there's a lot of technical issues with that game. One still and uh hopefully it all get fixed when it comes to switch uh other than that uh uh that's all i've pretty much been playing uh 
I haven't got to my 2DS just yet. Uh, I need to charge it. I still let it. It's still dead. I didn't just. I didn't put the charger on to start anything on it. Uh, and I've I've meant to be getting back to Quantum Break. <laughs> That's the game I need to start up. I said I was gonna play Quantum Break next. So uh, sometime during this week I'll be playing Quantum Break. Uh, but it's pretty much like uh, Breath of the Wild and God of War um, and some other stuff. So yeah. Nice. Nice. Uh, I mean, for me, I've been playing God of War and then all the stuff that we've been playing for Squad Goals pretty much. I've, I've did, I am going back to, uh, to, uh, what's that, what's that game called? Shovel Knight? I'm playing the King of Cards expansion, or not King of Cards, but the, uh, I wish I was playing King of Cards. The, uh, what's the plague Spectre? night plague night plague night uh campaign because i never finished it because i didn't really care for it when i played it but when we when we played it the other day ed when we were like talking about shovel knight and stuff like mm-hmm. i want to give it another fair shake because i love the other two campaigns so much that like i feel like i deserve they deserve me my time to play that game uh, uh so cannot cannot make well yeah okay so i still haven't finished shovel knight I'm like on the last level and didn't go to heaven for the last boss yet. Haven't beat the game at all yet. That's fine. So. I mean, that's fine. You sh- you should though. It's it's a great game. But yeah. Uh, so I've been playing that, and then Mario Plus Rabbits Kingdom Battle. I'm slowly making my way through. It's one of those games that I <sighs> just like. If I'm if I have a couple minutes, I'll just do one battle. You know, for like 15 mm-hmm. minutes, yeah. and I'll be like, okay, I'm I'm good for now. This. This scratched that itch, you know. So I've been I've been trying to make my way through that because like I want to play the Donkey Kong DLC when it comes out. I want like for some reason I just think the Donkey Kong DLC looks awesome. So, uh, but honestly, that especially today, you know, well last night and today, I guess. Uh, as you can see behind me, if you're watching the video version, um, the game room is a mess because we have finally started the transformation out of being a game room and into the baby's room. Uh, so, you know, this week and probably a little bit early next week, we'll be making a transition from, uh, you know, making this the game room and I probably won't have a lot of time to play games, but I need to finish God of War cause that review hopefully will be up by the time you guys hear this or, you know, later in the day. Uh, I think I'm going to push the review to Wednesday though, just because, you know, tomorrow night on NGR, we have guests and, uh, this baby room is, is going to take some time. So, but, uh, yeah, I've been, I've been playing a lot of God of war though. And we actually, uh, started a new kind of let's play series of, uh, you know, just, it's just pure gameplay. Uh, I did edit out a lot of menu stuff and a lot of, you know, where there's a lot of item management or whatever. Uh, but we did start storytellers, uh, Sunday, and uh the second episode should be up today uh but we've been we're we're doing God of War as our first game and so uh yeah i i'm excited for storytellers just because it's a way to experience it's it's a way for people who i want my goal for this was for people to experience games that they maybe can't play or can't afford right away or you know are somewhat interested in and it's a way for them to kind of watch the game and get the feel of the game uh, without having to, like, 
buy it or like spend the time like they can have it on in the background while they're doing something you know that's kind of the goal with this there's no voiceover there's no it's just pure gameplay and uh so god of war is the first game we're doing that with and i'm uh pretty excited they're pretty long episodes they're probably like i think the first episode's like two and a half hours yeah uh, it but is. god of war is a long game so i wanted to make it like 12 to 15 episodes depending on how long it is you know so i mean it could be going for a while but i mean it's i think it's a cool way to kind of experience the game so anyways <sighs> yeah and i think i think a lot of the times people do prefer uh watching games sometimes without like commentary you know like well, it's like it depends that... but i but i i feel like a lot of the times like when I've like watched like videos, you know, on on YouTube, um, like I've seen, there's been times where I've like l- watched something where someone was commenting on uh, like while they're playing the game or whatever, and a lot of times people will comment that you know like they should do it without commentary or whatever. Well, because a lot of people are, are looking at it for walkthroughs. It's yeah, another yeah. it's another way for them to yeah. see it as a walkthrough. Um, yeah. So, you know, if a person gets lost and hear all that commentary, you know, sometimes well, for some commentators who, who do it, they just get annoying because they try to make jokes and yeah. it's just like, that wasn't funny or that might seem offensive. Just play the game. Let me see what you do. So if I get stuck, I could at least come back to your channel and be like, okay, this is how you solve it. It didn't go about my way. Yeah. 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 I did I did make some like kind of edits towards like the end of the episodes and the beginnings of episodes just to make it more kind of cinematic. You know, like the end of the mm. second episode, the way I cut it and and I'm not going to spoil it, but the way I cut the end of the episode isn't exactly how it happens in the game or like, you know, it just, it's just not exactly how it happens in the game. Uh but then the third episode will start how it really it like happens at that you know so uh yeah, yeah. it's just it's just to let everybody know that if if you don't want to watch it because of spoilers uh we do understand uh because it is a new game uh, uh but if you want to follow along and at least be part of like god of war discussions at least you would be informed of what was shown in the game yeah uh, but, you know, I mean, it's not meant it's meant for people to like maybe check out the first episode and then either judge like, hey, I want to buy this game or, you know, people that don't have a PS4, you know, like Jesse, you don't have a PS4, but you're interested in God of War. Mm-hmm. Like I did it for someone like you to experience the game, even if you can't, you know, one. Uh, well, guys, since it's episode 100, I have been gathering a ton of questions for question block. Yes. So I've picked what I feel like were some pretty decent questions for us to answer here on episode 100 and ones that we could probably, you know, get through in a timely fashion, but still have some fun answering, uh, you know, since it is episode 100 and we kind of wanted to show support to our fans by reading their questions and, uh, celebrating 100 that way, because, you know, look, I want to celebrate episode 100 like real big, but like we'll celebrate it like 200, like a big blowout 200 episodes. So, 
Uh, anyways, let's let's get to some of these question block questions. Remember, you, fair listener, can either leave a comment on the YouTube uh, video. You can email us at what was that, Jesse? <laughs> right. <laughs> you can email us at NintendoPalBlock at gmail.com, or you can tweet at us at NGRPalBlock. So, without further ado, let's get to the questions. Yes. <laughs> and I want to answer this one, this first one. The, our first question comes from Deshaun Malone. He says, congrats on hitting episode 100, guys. I was just wondering if you were ever going to do a Nintendo-focused Let's Play show the way you do squad goals and trophy hunting. I know you do pod and play, but doing some Nintendo-themed stuff could be pretty cool, too. So, Deshaun, congratulations. Uh, we are doing something, me and Corey. Congratulations. Yes, congratulations. Uh, for asking a question? His... <laughs> no, for him getting his wish. Uh, we are doing a Nindy's Showcase, uh, actually called Nindy's Showcase, where me and Corey are going to be playing eight Nindy games that you guys could be looking out for for the summer. Or if you're getting a Switch, uh, if you have a Wii U or a 3DS, then those games are available. And some of the games are, are on other plat- uh, platforms, but we are playing mainly on Nintendo consoles and or Nintendo hardware. So you'll be able to check that out in the future me and Corey has have a lot of great games to be showcasing to you guys so uh when it releases check out its debut me and Corey did start off with two uh games uh we got a little bit more to play um and to give you head up because me and Corey was talking about it uh we starting off with shovel knight so if you haven't played Shovel Knight on Wii U, 3DS, or any other platform, um, this will be your first time, and this is your first time getting, like, really want to get into it. You'll be able to check out uh, that and hear some history about Shovel Knight. So yes, uh, Deshaun, we are doing a Nitty's, uh showcase, uh, doing directly games on Nintendo platform. Yes, yes, we are. I'm very excited. Uh, yeah, so what ed said we are doing an an nindy's showcase but you know i we haven't really come up with a good way to do a nintendo let's play show that and we've been spending way too much time on squad goals and other things (laughs) you know producing other stuff uh to really focus on trying to get a nintendo specific let's play uh show down uh but something i have been kicking around a little bit was like when a new game comes out Maybe do something what, you know, someone like Giant Bomb does and just play maybe 15 to 40 minutes of the game and just to show you what it is, kind of like their quick look stuff. Uh, And, you know, just showcase some Nintendo stuff that way. Uh, You know, it's something I've been kicking around in my head at least. Uh, But we've been so focused on squad goals, which is, you know, probably... It's it's at least my favorite Let's Play show that we do. I don't know if it's the most successful or not, <laughs> but uh, for some reason, a lot of people want to watch Jason play Tony Hawk. I don't uh, I don't understand that support all that support. I know, but Palock's better. Squackles is better. We're we're battling. We're battling. Did you see Did you see Jason tweet at everybody and said that there should be a Arsenal X versus uh, Plat- Nerds Gone Platinum Challenge. Yeah. 
<sighs> I was just like, uh, that's going to be kind of hard because uh, pretty much me and Corey own both systems. <laughs> so I'm <laughs> so like, pretty much, what? pretty much, we would all have to get together <laughs> and like, a if if we're how would this challenge go if 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 we're playing an xbox game are we just going to shoot everybody and then the playstation 4 exclusives are just going to be speed runs through the campaign like how are we going to do that right because <laughs> it's it's just like we all got the same what like what like i said me and Corey are probably the only ones that got both consoles you know uh and of course jesse has xbox but he doesn't have ps4 and the playstation guys they don't have nothing xbox unless they're gonna play on pc so the challenge would the challenge right now would be a little bit unfair nope the challenge the challenge is we're all just gonna play mario kart all eight of us well that's what i was gonna say Uh, weren't we talking about like uh possibly doing that as well playing some like some multiplayer games on switch yeah, but the but but the thing about it is just like how are we gonna have a competition? How are we gonna have two podcasts play another podcast's console? <laughs> like, oh, it's, it's the Arsenal only fair X way. Versus, we're right, gonna have Arsenal an arms X tournament. Versus... We're gonna have a Splatoon two tournament, and we're going to have like, a it, Mario Kart it, it tournament. Make, it, it well, you, you know, well, you know, it would work if uh, Sony would let there be crossplay. Ooh, <laughs> shots fired. <laughs> I'm, I'm staying. I'm staying out that. I'm staying out that battle because we all know the answer to that. Uh, right man. Yes, but, Arsenal X versus uh versus Nurse going Platinum. So let's all put, let's just play Nintendo and, and make it a power block episode. Really? No. <laughs> yep. No, I mean I'm I'm. I challenge that. everyone to His Turtles question. Tournament Fighter on Super Nintendo. <laughs> no. Oh yeah, y'all, y'all okay. get whooped. <laughs> no, I was, probably I was, I was more i was more referring to his question that we read like because we did talk about doing like a squad squad goals like style like playing of like uh mario kart and maybe like some other uh multiplayer games like that yeah i like mean the six, the, I, I mean the six of us i mean i mean well we could try but like the thing is is like squad goals wasn't really meant to be an xbox only thing it's just that's yeah. the system we all have, and we haven't really taken the time to set up to figure out how to set up Nintendo stuff so okay. that we could all play because a lot of it yeah. is like local or like, you know, Mario Kart. We can get into the same room, but it's like really complicated and whatever. So, like, yeah, we just kind of angled our games towards Xbox, you know, and it, and, and it kind of just kind of like by default became the Xbox yeah. Let's Play show, but. I mean, it's. I mean, it's. Um, it's just called considered as squad goals. It's not considered as Xbox's squad goals or anything. It's yeah. just us yeah. with Xboxes are just playing that because, shoot, what happened if you you do get a, a PlayStation Four? Then we want to play games on there. That's multiplayer. What What are we gonna play? That's multiplayer on on PlayStation Bloodborne. Oh no! <laughs> We'd all just struggle through Bloodborne. Uh, I would just put garbage bags around that game. Be like, just kill well, me. Yeah, uh, that's the thing. Is we just end up playing. And you know, every game you don't like isn't garbage, systems. right? It's just, it's just not for you. <laughs> garbage. Uh, not saying that the game is bad. Not saying the game is bad. You just said it was garbage. But, it, <laughs> but of course, it's garbage. 
because it's nothing new about this. Ugh. But it's not. It's not. Okay, bad. Well, let's let's cool. let's just not go through this whole thing again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, like, so, like, yeah, Squad Goals kind of okay. def- default became our Xbox Let's Play show. But, like, you know, we're, when, when we figure out some Nintendo stuff, we'll play that stuff. And if Jesse gets a PlayStation, we'll figure something out that way. But until then, our platform agnostic show, Squad Goals, make sure you look forward to PUBG, Halo 5, and Gears of War. <laughs> Squad Goals. <laughs> uh man but there's some other things too that we that we might play end up playing i know eventually like because a lot of the times like like me and you Corey, will do something and then ed will join us for other stuff yeah. we could always, i still want to do that way out or whatever oh yeah way, way, out. way out i do want to do that also try that that's that's something that both both systems have as well so yeah you know ps and and uh xbox yeah Cause see that's the thing. I mean, other than Halo, like we a lot of the, well, I guess in PUBG, but you know some of the other stuff that we've played that you can play, you know, elsewhere as well. But yeah, we just happen to play it on an Xbox. Yeah, <laughs> and don't forget, Corey, we just did a twelve season. I mean, a twelve episode, twelve season, a twelve episode plus five to play. So there's enough content. I know, and we have another twelve episode one in pre production right now, and the Nindy <laughs> Showcase. So. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, anyways, I hope, hope that answers your question. I mean, we, we have Nintendo stuff on the books to do. We just got to figure it out. Although look, if you want some Nintendo let's play stuff, look forward to, to South Park sometime next week running on switch. Cause we're, I, I'm going to try to play some South Park next week. Uh, at least record maybe like the first half hour is or something. It, is it out yet? It comes out on Tuesday. Oh, it's well, it'll be. It's out by the time this episode posts. It's out today. So, you you want to know what? I'm, I'm sorry, Corey. I did challenge for the Arsenal X versus NGP. I did challenge Matt and Moose. You I did. Fair. Two, I want them two fools to play the original Dark Souls, and I want this. I want to see them play uh, Super Ghouls and Ghosts. One hundred percent. Nobody's playing Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Just they you. need to play that. That's the original Dark Souls. <sighs> Although super, uh, I won't even. I won't even say anything. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the next question before this gets any more dangerous. <laughs> uh, but yeah, look look forward to South Park sometime next week. Uh, maybe Thursday ish. So, uh, Megan Green writes in and says, "Yay for a hundred episodes of Pow Block! If you could have three yeah. Nintendo Desert Island games, what would they be and why?" Um, I'll start because I've been thinking about this for, since I got this question, uh, Breath of the Wild definitely is going to be on there. The original Game Boy Tetris is going to be on there and Pokemon, Pokemon, we'll go fire red. You know, I was going to say red, but I want the prettier graphics. So fire red for Game Boy Advance. Those are my three games, and it's because Pokemon. You can. There's so many different ways to play that game. You'll probably never play the same game. I mean, you'll play through the game, but like, you know, there's so much to do in that game, and yeah, I, I don't really need to explain it. Pokemon Red is the best. Uh, Tetris. It's the only perfect video game I've ever played. The Game Boy version of Tetris, and the Legend of Zelda. Question. 
Huh. You didn't play Tetris DX? Uh-uh. No, okay. every time I try to play a new version of Tetris, like even Puyo Puyo Tetris that came out for Switch, I'm just like, where's my Game Boy? You know? I'm, just, I'm like looking <laughs> around like, I want that nasty green and yellow screen. I just want to play Tetris, you know? Okay. Actually, I would play it on Game Boy Pocket because that screen is really pretty. But... Oh man, I found my like I when I fa- when I was going through my stuff last summer and I was pulling out all my Game Boys, I was like, you know what? I really miss my Game Boy Pocket. I wish they would have like a new version of Game Boy Pocket where like it just had like a backlit screen and just you could just put an SD card in the side, like a like a 16 gig SD card and just download Game Boy games from the eShop. And I'm like, I I, I guess my 3ds does that but can i say the last two weeks all we've been talking about is game boy i know dude like like we th- game boy events game boy uh on the uh gamecube uh i'm telling you dude that might I, i'm telling you man like a game boy classic would be awesome these this like this day yes. and age like uh, <laughs> or even like if they brought back a dedicated handheld like just a game boy just call it game boy and like it would just be up and down like your phone, but like I don't know, man. I think it'd be awesome. Well, have you seen that thing that you can actually plug your phone into and turns yeah, it into that a hyper, Game Boy? The Hyperkin thing yeah. for Android yeah. phones or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. would be pretty sweet, actually. Yeah. Have. But you know, I, those are man. Those would be my three like games that have been published by Nintendo. Those would be my three Desert Island games. For sure, okay. for sure. I was, I was toggling between Pokemon Red and like Mario sixty four, because I'm mm. like I really love Super Mario sixty four, but like I also really love Pokemon Red, and I was like, well, Pokemon Red will last longer, and I can play through multiple different ways. Whereas Mario sixty four, once you collect all one hundred twenty stars, you're like, uh, do I want to do that again? And you know, maybe when I was eleven, ten or eleven, when that game came out, you know, I did do it three and a half times in a row before I got my next game. But, uh, yeah. <sighs> Super Mario 64 is really good, though. Uh, see, we got to keep a Nintendo thing. I'll put it from Nintendo. Yep. Okay. Uh, Jesse, no, you want to go? I think, man. No, let's keep, it, let's keep it Nintendo. Let's keep it Nintendo. No, no we could keep it Nintendo. That's let's fine. Let's keep it Nintendo. Well, no, I was saying, like, I, I, I read the question, like, are they Nintendo published games? But what if they just appeared on a Nintendo console? No, put Nintendo publish. Okay. No, I think I. No, I'm That's pretty even, sure. I'm thir- I'm pretty sure it's just anything that would be on Nintendo, right? I uh I, no, I think if it's Nintendo publish, that means only thing that Nintendo release, like Rare might develop it, but Nintendo published it. Yeah. Okay. Well, fair. So does that include Final Fantasy two and three here in the United States? Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> they Nintendo were published, published by it. Nintendo. Oh man. Oh, Square, squares then. come a long range. Trying to, trying to think. Um, you want to think some more, or you want yeah, me to go? Yeah, you uh, can go. You can go. Okay. So for me, of course, I have to have Bayonetta too. That that's that. There's no doubt about it. Uh, uh, you know, that gang. I could just keep punching folks and just getting my fix. Cause since I won't have you know DMC with me, it's just like ah. So, um. Xenoblade Chronicles X, and because this game is huge, um, there will be new stuff to find, and I love grinding and games, and, you know, 
have having my robot and stuff. And of course, I love Breath of the Wild, but I can't. I really can't put this on this on this list. Uh, and it's not because I would get bored of Breath of the Wild. It's just that I feel like Xenoblade Chronicles X is longer for me, and it kind of gives me goals when I grind. Uh, last but not least, I have to go to Metroid Prime for GameCube. I I truly love this game, and I I have to have a GameCube game in my hand. I was going to do. I was thinking of Yoshi's Island for Super Nintendo, but I was just like, no, Metroid Prime. That is probably the second game that I pre-ordered. Um, in the in the in that in that PS2, Xbox, and uh, GameCube era. Because that it was the two games that I pre pre ordered, uh, Okami and Metroid Prime. That was like the only two games that I ever pre ordered, like my first pre order. So yeah, Xenoblade Chronicles X, um, Metroid Prime, and uh, Bayonetta two. Hmm. Nice. Interesting. All right. So for me, I'm gonna nobody asked you, gonna, Jesse. This is gonna <laughs> this is gonna be a cop out. But I'm gonna I'm gonna pick uh, Super Mario All Stars. <laughs> That's fine. It's 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 published by Nintendo. I mean, it's fair. Fair. It it's fair. It doesn't it doesn't say no compilations. I guess so. Anything published by Nintendo. And then is fair. And then I'm gonna pick uh, Pikmin Two as my second one nice. as as kind of like more of something that's you know like a little bit more uh question puzzle GameCube based. version or we yeah gamecube gamecube wait for what game pikmin 2 oh yes i don't so know the wii version is really good man no, well i i guess i never really played it on wii but no i just it's, it's the same it's the same gamecube but it has motion control instead of the game game gamecube controller Eh, I think I'd want to stick with the GameCube yeah, controller, though. Okay. Yeah, but I don't know. The, the, I, I mean, Pikmin. No, I didn't do this for Pikmin two, but Pikmin three. Like, Pikmin three is the only game I thought using the Wii remote and nunchuck was worth using. It literally, yeah, out of I all the games I, I played well, I on Wii and Wii U, like that was the only game because, like, it was the only way you could like aim and throw your Pikmin and run at the same time. Which, like, some of the later boss battles in Pikmin 3, at least, were, like, super challenging to the point where, like, mm-hmm. oh, well I, and, well, I guess on the GameCube version you could do that, too. But it, the, Wii, the Wii U version did this weird thing with the gamepad where, like, I don't know, you couldn't do that. And so, yeah. which which was really well, annoying. <laughs> was was Pikmin 3 on the Wii? No, it was, Wii on, U? It was on Wii U. Or, I mean, it was on the Wii U. Yeah. Oh, okay. And yeah, because so... see, I never got to play that one, so I uh, that's why I didn't pick it, just because I don't I don't know. I mean, Pikmin one and two are better games, I think, two. to be okay. honest with you. But well, I yeah, I liked two. Uh, I liked two. Uh, um, yeah. But and, and that's that was the only reason why I asked uh, which version because it had came on Wii also. Yeah. So I didn't know if you wanted like easier yeah, controls I... with the remote. Yeah, I only played it on I only played it on the GameCube. on the GameCube, so. I mean, I, I'm sure it probably would, you know, thinking of it, it probably would play easier with the with a motion control. Because I, I personally didn't mind the Wii, Wii controllers, mm. like, when they worked correctly. You know, like, you had to get that adapter thing to make the, you know, everything work a little bit better. But, 
um I don't know, yeah, so I guess it doesn't matter either one of them, but I I love the GameCube controller, so I, I just I would be, you know, <laughs> I'd feel like picking at that one just because I like the controller anyway. Yeah. And and then um my third one, I I think I'm going to have to go with uh Breath of the Wild as well. Just because like that would give me that like open world game. Mm-hmm. You know that that would you know like fill more time, like whereas it's, like it's considered pic- as it's considered as open air. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> open air. <laughs> According to Nintendo, it's considered as open the, air. That breaking wind game. <laughs> <laughs> or no, that's Wind Waker. Wow. <laughs> no, but uh, I oh, yeah, because like oh. I can, no, I'm not going to change it. I love when, as much as I love when Wicker Xenoblade Chronicles longer. <laughs> I, I so yeah, I think that those would be my three. Like I, part of me was tempted. I wanted to put like uh, like Mario Kart or something in there, but I don't know. I th- I feel like Pikmin... I mean, if we're going to be on a desert island alone, like Mario Kart, like it'll be fun for a little while, but like. I was yeah. trying to pick yeah. games like if I'm by myself, these are the yeah. games I want to spend the time with. If I'm by myself on an island that does somehow have electricity in a house in a TV where I don't have to worry about internet access, then yeah, with food. <laughs> I mean, uh, come on now. I'm like, well, actually, I'm, on desert, you know, I'm like on a desert island. How am I going to play these games without no electricity? Yeah. yeah. Well, and like is there a way to connect to the internet uh, <laughs> fair probably if, if there's electricity so well, I, I so when i'm playing it, when i'm playing i'd want to pick mario maker what if, yeah like what if i'm playing pokemon do i have to trade somebody in my pokemon and nickname him help me i'm stuck on a desert island save me <laughs> sos why is this guy trading me a pokemon his name is sauce i don't get it <laughs> but oh, that was so white, bro. Shut up. <laughs> uh, anyways, we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on to our next question <laughs> before Ed judges me anymore about my race. Racist, Ed. Racist. Um, awesome race. Sa- <laughs> Sam Hall asks, "What two or three third-party franchises would you like to appear on Switch?" Also, kudos on a hundred, guys. Oh, thanks, Sam. We tried real hard. Uh, let's see, two or three franchises you want to see on Switch. I really don't care what appears on Switch. Like, I mean, the two big ones for me, I guess, would be Overwatch, but I know that probably won't happen until Nintendo's. Corey, until how Nintendo's. Many, how many times have we talked about this one one game? Would That's you, the obvious. I'm gonna fight you. Let me answer my the question, and then we can fight later. Jeez. Ugh. Anyways. And then, uh, let's see, where was I going? Overwatch, but it probably won't happen until Nintendo's online stuff is fixed. And then, I still want to see the Mass Effect trilogy on Switch at some point. Um, Which game? The Mass Effect trilogy on Switch at some point. Um, and then, uh, Tomb Raider on switch that so. should have been the first answer coming out your mouth 
Hey, man. <laughs> I'm just... Save the best for last, Ed. Yeah, Ed. Gosh. <laughs> he said two games first. <laughs> he said two or three. He said two or three, Ed. <laughs> oh, did you said the first two, so that's why I was just like... Yeah. Oh, what? Jeez. I thought she was going to start off with two more. <laughs> no. Look, I love man, you, boss. I named three great games that could be on Switch someday, maybe. Jesse, what are your three games? Um, Since Ed yelled well, at me, we're skipping him. Well, uh, the... No, I thought you was going to start off with Tomb Raider. <laughs> the, well, the obvious, the obvious for me, like I, it, you know, again, it will never happen, but I'd love to see uh, Siege on on uh, on Nintendo. Um, let's see. I'm Siege is good, uh, by the way. Siege is real good. <laughs> well, and it, it just like it would like that whole tactical thing. It would be pretty fun to play. Like if you're playing, uh, uh, like you know, couch co-op. Like you can actually just talk to one another and kind of like it would just be so much easier to like you know in the moment, uh, you know, plan things and stuff like that to play at couch co-op. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, like I mean. I don't really want to copy you with Tomb Raider because, uh, like, obviously that would be a really, really good choice. I mean, you can say Tomb Raider, and if we have three votes, it's coming to Switch, right? That's how that works. <laughs> if all three of us say Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider, that's, yeah. that's how that works, right? It's like the Boogeyman. But <laughs> yeah, I, Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider for sure. And then, like, uh, like I know I'm like probably one of the only people in the world, but I'd love to see the whole entire collection of. Uh, of um, Saints Row to come to Switch, either that or like something like that, or like Borderlands. Um, like, but I, I like I prefer Saints Row. I just I love those games. Even the first one, it, like, is lacking in content as it was. It was still such a fun game and a good story. So these hoes ain't real hoes. <laughs> I could I could actually I'm coming up with a fourth one now too that. <laughs> I want Portal 2 to come over. <laughs> oh, man, don't get me started on Portal right now. I'm <sighs> That game makes me sad. Uh, but anyways, Ed, what what three games do you want to see come over? I almost moved on to the uh, next question. I really almost skipped you. <laughs> uh, well, it's easy. Tomb Raider, DMC, and uh, Vanquish. I would love to see those games come. Vanquish is free on Xbox in May. Did you see that? The Xbox games with gold have been released already. Is this Arsenal X? No, I'm just telling you. Did you see? Aren't you excited? It's Pow X Block. <laughs> uh, uh, look, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> most of the time it is. <laughs> fair. He's fair. Uh, but uh, anyways, good choices, Ed. I'm proud of you. DMC is also a great choice. Mm-hmm. Just give me DMC too. Anyways, oh, yes. <laughs> uh, the next the next question comes from uh, Samantha Cross. Uh, she says, "Do you think you will see an influx of JRPGs and puzzle games, a la Professor Layton and Ace Attorney, soon on the Switch? I need more Husbando Phoenix Wright. Also, yay for a hundred. <laughs> I think she likes Phoenix, right? Um, so 
at at this moment in time, I think we will see more JRPGs. Isn't there an Ace Attorney by... game in development for Switch? Um, I think they kind of said that there is I one. Think so. I think so. I think it is, but I think it's only in Japan oh. at the moment. Yeah. Um, because right now they're they're they have some Phoenix Rice games where it takes like place in feudal Japan, like olden times. That's only on 3DS in, in actual Japan. It's, it hasn't been released here. Um, and some of the some of them, uh, like one of the Ace Attorneys that got uh, announced for Switch is like a remake of ones that they did for the 3DS. Yeah. So, uh, but for future games, I uh, Professor Lady and um, if they de- if they do decide to bring Professor Layton back because level five is d- is done with that series. Um, kind of have to make a whole new game or maybe a trilogy to be put on Switch. Well, aren't but, they making? Um, I think like they're moving away from Professor Layton specifically and moving on to like right, they, what that Layton Legacy whatever and it's uh, what Cottrell is their name. Yeah. And there's like an anime now for it and everything. So like yeah, I mean that's that stuff is on 3ds and I think uh uh on mobile, but I guess you're just talking about the actual professor, uh games like that that like where uh the f- professor actually being a main character in the game, right? Um, but as for JRPGs, uh I think we'll see more. Uh, I think Square Enix is providing some. Uh, hopefully, Indies do provide some, uh, and Atlas is going to definitely pro- provide some. Uh, we got Shin Megami Tensei Five exclusively coming for Switch. Mm-hmm. So, if Atlas continue to produce that uh, as as maybe a transition to the next handheld actually happens, uh, we will see more of that. As for adventure games like Professor Layton and Phoenix Wright, we probably won't see them until E3, maybe this year, and then we'll start getting more of it maybe next year, because I, I would definitely love to see Hotel Dust 21, Room 213 come back to Switch. I yeah. would love to, for that game to be on that system. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. And it looks like yeah, like the like Ace Attorney. It looks like it's basically like kind of a rumor at this point. Yeah. But if there is gonna be a new one, it it would probably be at E three that we'd see something on it. Yeah. But as as for now, it's just rumor, which means that maybe something's out there, and it's just it, you know. It was, but it was supposed to be a port of when uh, Phoenix Wright comes uh, uh, comes back. Yeah. And like, there's a there's one of the characters. He's like there's, in a red suit. Um, cause well, was that... the, the rumor is there's three different games, like three different games that are being worked on. So I don't know, like, you know, that's. But again, it's just rumor. But mm-hmm. I guess I guess we'll see. <laughs> as mm-hmm. far as that goes, you know how that stuff goes. I mean, uh, you can be hopeful, but that's usually about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, moving on to our next question. Uh, CodFanFF tweeted at us and said, Battle Royale on Switch, yay or nay? Nay. Well, CodFanFF, let me tell you about a little Battle Royale game that's already announced and coming to Switch this summer called Crazy Justice. It's, uh, it has more of a Fortnite aesthetic, and it's kind of like a hero sh- shooter take on the... Uh, battle royale thing where like you can kind of choose like a te- like some 
they're kind of like generic portraits of these different class-based heroes and then you get to like customize the character as you see fit uh but we talked about it about six months ago when it was kind of it was kind of pitched as like a borderlands-ish type game with some competitive multiplayer and then they uh said they were going to do like the hero shooter thing for multiplayer but then once battle royale took off they kind of delayed the game so they could add it to this game and now it looks like it's been (laughs) all of development kind of shipped toward or shifted towards this battle royale type game uh nintendo life actually has a really cool breakdown of this game like the create a character in the maps and uh split screen co there's split screen co-op squads uh on on the game uh let's see what else is there there's some minor building elements so it's going to be kind of like a take on Fortnite as well they're kind of trying to do a whole bunch of different things at once in this game uh but hey you know what i'll give it a try it looks cool so Mm -hmm. anyways yeah i give it a yay too because uh there's like if you go if you go on uh on android you know like the market and stuff already as it is now like the first time i played PUBG was on my on my android phone so if you can get a chicken dinner yeah i did actually yes second game my second game ever i got a chicken dinner on but um so i mean just the fact that you can play Fortnite or you can play PUBG, you know on on phones right now like Mm -hmm there's no excuse for there not to be able to be something like that on switch yeah i, I think mean this i think Fortnite's i mean i think it will i think it will run i think it will run better than the than the phone uh versions of these mm. games but but I, I i just honestly i don't think that there's any excuse for there not to be i think it's gonna i think there's gonna be too much fatigue for from battle royale games the, the mo i well, think it's i think it, i think yeah, it's gonna it, i, I think, mean it, it, i mean people to me people are doing it just to make money yeah so i don't think i well, think yeah. the innovation and the love of it is is now being replaced kind of by greed in yeah. my viewpoint because it's just like your, i'm like if you're gay people a lot of triple a party are thinking and maybe some indies are thinking if we don't have a battle royal mode no one's gonna pick up our game so that's gonna be a loss of sales so now we gotta throw this mode in well so i just feel like it's a kind of like a cash in for this mode yeah so that's why i'm saying nay i mean you see like i know we'll probably talk a little bit about this on our next but you see like the rumors that call of duty is dropping their single player campaign and focusing resources on multiplayer and raven is doing is prototyping a battle royale mode for call of duty this year so i mean i think i think the way battle royale is going to exist from this point moving forward aside from i mean aside from like PUBG, i guess was really the only one that's kind of like only battle royale uh it's going to exist as a as a another mode people can play instead of just the whole game focusing on it, which is, like, why I think Fortnite is kind of doing it smartly. We're like, hey, Battle Royale is just a mode in our game that's going to be free when it comes out, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. We'll see, but we'll save that conversation for Arsenal X. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I, and I I think the thing is, though, right now, like, 
you know, like the if I don't think a lot of people are going to make a game type like that for Switch, but to be able to have something on there, you know, like that, so then people have that option if that's the kind of game type that they want to play. And, you know, if if Nintendo isn't offering it anywhere, then it's kind of, you know, kind of a bummer for, for Nintendo, you know, and I mean, for but, people but who you... own one. But then, do you want to see in in your news feed that eight games that's coming out got all got battle royale? So now that nothing is different, differentiate anything about it. It's just you threw it in because there's something that everybody else is doing. Well, I think it's going to be the same thing as like, I think it's going to follow the the way of like Dota and League, and maybe not mm-hmm. to that extent, but like the same idea where like so many people are going to try to do battle royale. And you know, I I think I think there's three major players right now in the battle royale space, uh, you know, Fortnite and PUBG, and then the uh, the one Darwin that project boss. No, the one that Boss Key is doing, um, Radical Heights, I think is gonna the, act- uh, with the bikes and stuff. Yeah, I think that okay. I think that game's actually gonna be a major player in the space as well, just because they they do do some uh, weird kind of changes that you know, PUBG and Fortnite don't do, and a lot of people seem to be liking it, and it's already made more money than Lawbreakers did. <laughs> uh, and it's still in early access. So, uh, you know, I, I think that those are going to be the three major players in the space, and then everybody else is going to try, and then nobody's going to care about those other games. And then the the, ga- the games that have already been successful, like PUBG and Fortnite and, you know, Radical Heights, I'm sure won't be as big, but will still have a dedicated community. Like... I think those dedicated communities will support those games because those games are are great, especially something like Fortnite that, you know, we kind of saw the Minecraft generation graduate to Fortnite, and it's kind of the same idea where you're gathering resources and building uh, bases and stuff, and then the Battle Royale mode is just a mode that's within the game, so, you know. The focus of the actual <laughs> game has shifted. In a yeah. Way. And, I, and we'll see what Battlefield Five is. Call of Duty does to it because that could that could kind of destroy Battle Royale if they mess it up badly. Mm, I I just don't I don't think people buy Call of Duty for Battle Royale or Battlefield for Battle Royale. I just think like but I mean those are just going to be extra modes in the in those games that people can play if they want to. You know, it's not I don't think it's going to affect the genre. I think it's just going to mm. be like well, I mean with. with with people being cautious, definitely of EA, and people being not somewhat cautious of Call of Duty, but let's see how the Call of Duty fans react to it. Um, Man, I was I was really what, looking forward. I, to, I was really looking forward to playing a Black Ops campaign, and now there's not going to be one. I'm just kind of well, and I was well, really the, looking forward to playing uh, uh, Modern Warfare Two Remastered uh, online play, and that's not going to be a, a thing either. So well, it sucks it's, that they took this. They took the things that I that people cared about about both of those things. But the, and, but the pro but the problem is is that why are people acting surprised that they removed the story mode when Black Ops three for three sixty and PS three was only multiplayer? And look how well that sold. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I mean we I can mean, have that we can have that conversation on Arsenal Excellent. Sorry, I'm not trying to like <laughs> kill the conversation, but I know we're like little inside baseball. Shit. We're recording Arsenal X right after this. So like you know, we can have that conversation then. 
Uh, but yeah. Uh, our next question. Well, two yes and one nay. Yeah, I mean, I think battle royale is fun. I I like the idea, and it's like it's everything I thought I hated about multiplayer. And you know, playing duos and squads with Jesse is just like the best time of my life. So, uh, anyways, our next question comes from Marcus D'Angelo. Why is Night Trap coming to Switch? <laughs> I do not know. That jank should not be on Switch at all. They didn't want to put it out on Switch when it first got announced. It shouldn't be on Switch now. I mean, that game should have just been left in nineteen what nineteen ninety three when Five. it came out. No, uh, because isn't this the twenty fifth anniversary? Or is it ninety three? Yeah, not, and I don't not even have any idea what you're talking about. Oh my gosh, it's <laughs> like it's 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 one of the games. It was a Sega CD game. It's one of the Sega games CD. that kind of oh, okay. it that and Mortal Kombat and what was the other one kind of spurred the the motion towards like ratings on games. Yeah, oh, uh, okay. Night Trap. Uh, I think it was just Night Trap and, and Mortal Kombat, but they mostly foc- they focus mostly on Night Trap. Yeah, and so. Uh, uh, during that time, Sega and Nintendo, because Congress called them about this, Joe Lieberman, uh, he thought this gang was too violent and kids shouldn't play it. Yeah. And at the time, Sega had their own rating system. And this is how the ESRB came came about. It's on YouTube. You can watch it. Yeah. Um, so it looks but, like it's like a basically like a like a interactive movie like type thing like a yeah it's, like it's a, an yeah, fmv like kind of serial adventure killer. game so, you you know heavy rain or yeah, uh, Indian yeah. prophecy okay yeah. so it's it's kind of like that it's it's not a quick time event thing but okay. you you place traps and you move around the house looking at different cameras and when okay. these like they're supposed to be vampires or something. When they come uh, in and they sit on the trap, you press a button and you end up trapping. But because it's like a lot of girls and stuff and bad acting and well, and honestly, I mean, it, it sounds like a, an interesting concept. But yeah, like maybe like to make like a maybe they should have like went with doing like a sequel or like improve things maybe or something. Well, you this, know, like this, I, I mean, to just completely straight port the original one probably they, isn't a good. It idea. is. It is the original version. It's just in HD. So they made they <laughs> made it look it look my. Well, <laughs> I mean, because they couldn't, they really couldn't add nothing because everything is already video is uh, captured. Yeah. So that's why they called it full motion video. So that's why they can't really add anything to it because you know the game is very linear. And so you have to play yeah. it in a certain way. Uh, so it's basically like, uh, what's it called? Uh, um, what's that Drag- game? Dragon the, Slayer? Yeah, Dragon Slayer. Yeah. Yeah, or Dragon yeah that Slayer. was kind of like the first full motion video. Yeah. And then uh, when they started using real actors and stuff or real people, that's when they start changing. Yeah. Oh, the 90s was weird. We have full well, yeah. Yeah, now and then you you know eventually you could, they had those games you could play on your DVD player too, where you just like press, you know, fast forward or mm-hmm. back or whatever, you know, like you could use your your DVD controller to to make the you know game progress or whatever. Basically, it's similar to like what this is, you know. Yeah, I lived through all of this, all of this crazy nonsense, <laughs> and 
Yeah, that's just telling my age. I uh, I don't know why this is on Switch. I don't even think anybody bought it on PS4 at or uh, when it came out. I think it's PS4 Vita Steam when it came out when they yeah, uh, I limited runs. I don't think. I think it's cares. just that typical something. Something is so bad that you just have to try it. No, hey, no, you do not have to try it. No, <laughs> you don't have to do try. Do not support what? Night Trap. Do not support that. <laughs> to use Ed's favorite word, do not support that garbage. Yeah, go play her story on PC and Ugh. enjoy some good FMV. Anyways, <laughs> our final our final question of the day to to wrap up episode one hundred comes from Derek Scarsberger. Uh. I hope I said your name right. It sounds right. You did. It sounds right. Uh, with the popularity of God of War this year and Horizon last year, do you think Nintendo would or could do anything to that size and scale in terms of story, graphics, and technical achievement? I'd love to see a large-scale Metroid or Zelda take that challenge. Uh, I mean, in a in sense, they kind of have. Uh, but not story wise. They just they and... just do it differently. It's not like they're. It's not like, you know. So I think Horizon and God of War are probably the best exclusives on PlayStation Four. Um, but I I think Nintendo has done such a good job of mastering gameplay and world building outside mm-hmm. of, uh, uh, you know, s- like story. You know, like when we were playing Breath of the Wild all last year and even up to like now (laughs) uh, (laughs) some of us you know uh the world building in that game and the areas you went to and saw things that you noticed from other games and uh you know like the lore pages that you found in the little shacks or you know just the cutscenes, or you know just just all the little things that you found around the world told a story you know that wasn't as direct as something like god of war horizon um and I think I think you know the gameplay and and the graphic style that they chose really fit what they were trying to do. Right, and if you go back to the GameCube days, look at Metroid Prime and Wind Waker, how grand those adventures are, and how the story was revealed in in uh, Wind Waker. And if you really wanted story and more details, you scanned the stuff in Metroid Prime. Like you found those hidden things that you didn't know about. So I think like Nintendo has done it, but they did it like Corey said, they did it in a different way. And for graphics wise, sometimes you don't need big graphics to tell a story. Right. Sometimes it's just the experience and and what you find and what's revealed to you because you can have the best graphics and your gameplay and the story could be really forgettable. Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, when we were playing. When we were playing Halo Four and Five, like how many times did we say, "Hey, man, I wish I, I, all I can think about is Metroid Prime," <laughs> you know? <laughs> and like I, like to be fair, I would, I really hope Metroid Prime Four is on the same level as a Halo Four, you know? Like I loved Halo Four's art direction, the story, like you know, Halo kind of has this realistic tone, but also takes the realistic tone lightly where like they take some they take some liberties on art design and and you know like the humans look like humans but you can go out and see oh that prometheans definitely took some uh inspiration from metroid prime with the mm-hmm. bright orange lights and the the particle effects and and stuff like that you know 
I I would love to see Metroid at least hit that level in terms of like quality of like you know Master Chief's character model in Halo Four and and then again in Halo Five are un unmatched in terms of like the quality that they put into the asset you know and like i i would say the same thing in god of war and horizon where like the character models look insanely detailed and insanely gorgeous but nintendo's not always going for that you know right they're they're, they want to try different art styles and see if that art style meets meets what they're trying to portray in that game yeah yeah and i feel like nintendo like like their 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 idea of telling a story is is more along the lines of like if you've played uh like uh, I'm trying to think of like some of the games that like like they don't really narrate things as much as let the the visuals and the pictures and the the things you're looking at in the the worlds kind of tell the story like that's just more of their style I feel like they're like i mean they're finally getting into having a little bit more of like a uh, voiceover and you know and things like that mm-hmm. but they you know that's just not something that nintendo has ever really focused on they wanted they want you to kind of interpret like what's going on like in your own way and like a game that you're playing may you know it might be different to someone else like like I, I like my my main thing that I really would like to see moving forward with Zelda is I'd like to almost see them do a little bit more like along the lines of like Tomb Raider where there's like more like hieroglyphic type things on walls and and like things like that that you've got to solve in order to like like you know actually have like underground like cave like areas that you've got to go through similar to like their uh to their shrines but but have it like more like puzzle based and you know still have enemies and things you got to go against but i would like there to be like actual story like chunks of the story that's being told inside those those uh shrines and things that you're kind of going through you know have it have it be more like a little bit more meat to those shrines than just a weapon or something at the end of it, you know. Yeah, you know well, what? Uh, oh, sorry, Ed. Go ahead. Oh, oh, I was just, I was just going to answer Jesse that. Um, I guess you're just meaning like a little bit more detailed side quests. Yeah. Sometimes. Well, um, well, yeah. I, I mean, well, I mean side, the... side, side quests as in you don't have to find somebody to give you that side quest, but if you go into that, if you go into that little spot and explore. That yeah. side quest reveals more of the lore and yeah. more of the world that you are that you are in. Like it, yeah. it just gives you more development. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like I don't know why I picture like almost like a like a setting like more of like a, what was it the Far Cry uh, Prime Primal mm-hmm. or whatever like where we get like more of a, a Zelda that that like is during like the times of like cave drawings and things like that like where it's like more based around visual things that you're having to try to uh collect together to like you know further the story i i would love for them if they were going to do that and have 
all these side dungeons and stuff, I would love them to actually explore the original, I think it was seven or, or eight, uh, the eight Triforce pieces that you yeah. got in the regular yeah. Legend of Zelda. I would love to have them actually explore that in that cave that you got in. Maybe it's the material that helped make the Triforce. And this yeah. material, there's a story to it that explains on how it came into play. Yeah, if they were to do almost like an origin. Like, not really an origin. It wouldn't be an origin. It would be a, a story where you're finding out about the origin. Yeah. So, like, it wouldn't be like it takes place before all the other Zeldas. It would be the present finding out about the past. Mm-hmm. Like, a, like, like a lost world and you're I mean, rediscovering, like, a lost world, you know? Yeah. 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 Cool. Like, that would be, like, your your uh you know your end goal would you know would be you know obviously there'd be some point that you'd go against ganon but what if the end what goal if would be more of a finding out about this other world that that you can further the storyline what if you were like link in kind of like not like a modern time but like if like in uh, in that world that you're describing like future that world where like civilization has been deserted and is kind of like restarting and as you're rediscovering kind of like kind of like what horizon did where like you go you're going through these different areas and kind of relearning what happened before the downfall of of man or whatever and then you use the ocarina and play the song you've learned the song of time and then you go back to fight ganon to prevent the destruction of hyrule dude i would lose my shit if the ocarina Are you of time, added came a time travel mechanic <laughs> yeah no well not necessarily well i mean grain of time had a time travel mechanic basically. i know that's what i should say Are you added a time travel mechanic i mean of course i of course i would pre-order right. that like right now like literally, I would I would leave this podcast right now and find an open GameStop and pre-order that right now. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I just yeah, that's like as much as like the the whole time traveling thing got kind of annoying and not great enough time. Yeah, I mean still this, was this such, would be more it was of like still a such a fun mechanic though. Like this, it was an amazing. This would be more of like a like you would use it once to go fight Ganon after you like progressed far enough through the game to where like you completed the story and now you have to go back in time to fight him or because you're fulfilling a prophecy or whatever instead of like oh i'm gonna go do this thing in this temple oh now i gotta go back oh now i gotta move forward in time uh i don't know what to do because i'm whiny kid link Ah! yeah no listen it would be more of like a tool like that like let's say the area that you have to use it in is like that area, like, kind of, uh, like, Jesse. protects. That. Well, that's, where, that's where the mirror Jesse. comes in. That mirror from Ocarina yeah. of Time? Jesse and Corey. <laughs> you guys are turning this into a mini block. Oh, well. Again. I don't care. <laughs> We're answering a fan's question, Ed. <laughs> I just say this. It's just to turn it to a We're trying to make them as hopeful as we are. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, like to your point, Jesse, where, like, maybe... Uh. Maybe like the what? What's the mirror called? The mirror of, of fate or whatever in in Ocarina of Time, the mirror that you get. I think so. Like, yeah, I think that's... what if like maybe you don't carry around a mirror, but like there are mirrors that are act as like time travel gates, and you yeah. go through and solve puzzles in the past to open up new ways in the future. 
or there's like chunks of the material that they use to make that mirror like in the stone in the walls or something that that can be activated yeah oh man we just made the best Zelda game of all time no you just (laughs) changed it never mind (laughs) anyways uh but that that wraps up our 100th episode of nintendo power block that's our uh that's all of our questions. So, guys, thank you so much for writing in. Remember, you can email us your questions. Continue emailing them because we want to answer them as expansion pack questions. Or, you know, if we do another question block in the next couple weeks or so, we want to answer them there. You know, we kind of we kind of reserve questions for expansion pack uh, topics, our, our favorite questions as expansion pack topics. But uh, email us at nintendopowerblock at gmail.com or tweet at us at ngrpowerblock or leave a comment in the video. We'll get to it at some point, and then within the next couple of weeks, we'll get to it. So, uh, anything else, guys, that we want to cover before we get out of here? Or uh, pause uh, and everybody. pee and record <laughs> Arsenal X. <laughs> uh, everybody, please, uh, yeah, go check out our history. Um, if you can find it on YouTube, go check up some of our earlier episodes if you want to know how Power Block kind of started and where we got to right now. But yeah, once again, thank you. Um, hopefully, you guys continue to support us and we could do another 100 uh, because we love talking about Nintendo and <laughs> video games. And So, yeah. Yeah. And thank you guys for having me on the show. Oh, you're always welcome. I, I like how Jesse thanks us when he's just literally just part of the group. <laughs> he just always thanks us for having, us know, having him on. <laughs> he's just like, it's like, I don't know. I don't even know what to compare it to. It's like, it, it's like if, it's like if, you know, LeBron James thanked the Cavs. Hey, thanks for letting me play with you guys today. You know, it's like, you're, you're on, you're on the team. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Well, it just that would just mean that he's uh, he's glad that he's there and getting to play for them. <laughs> yeah, uh, I hear sports and tune out everybody. <laughs> oh man! But anyways, thank you guys so much for watching. Remember, you can find Nintendo Power Lock every Tuesday and Friday here on YouTube.com/slash NGR Radio and NGRRadio.com/slash Nintendo Power Block. Download on your podcast service of choice. Check out our Monday show. Uh, expansion pack which is our YouTube only segment where we kind of answer your questions or take on a topic that you know is kind of we feel like we need to spend more time on so check it out they're about 10 to 20 minute videos uh, some past ones are a little bit longer like our Metroid <laughs> multiplayer episode was super yes. long but uh, you know check out our mini blocks that we have during the week if we feel like there's something we need to cover before the podcast we will cover it on our YouTube page uh, check out Pod and Play Season 2, check out Squad Goals, check out Trophy Hunting, check out our family podcasts here, because we are not the only podcast here on NGR Radio. All available on your podcast service of choice. Working on getting it on iHeartRadio as well. Someone suggested that we try to do that, so oh, I don't really know how to do it, but I'm going to try. So, uh, yeah, anyways. Oh, wait. Yeah, you guys, they need to know where you guys, Jesse, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at sub underscore humanist. Ed, where can we find you? You guys can find me on Twitter at that virtual code, and you can check out my personal podcast, Optional Opinion, on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and other podcast apps. Yeah. You can find me at Corey and HD on Twitter and Instagram and Twitch because I want to start streaming again. I don't know when, I don't know how. 
but I'm going to do it. You can also find me on NGR Radio and a plethora of other content here on Nerds Gone Rogue. Thank you guys so much for watching. And until next time, we love you. Bye, everybody. Woohoo! 100! <laughs>